There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Yes! You got it. That's the move. You want it. You got it. That's the move. You want it, baby. You got it. Welcome to Christian Leitner's wet dream team. Dylan, oh, did you yeah. write this? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, you and me, baby, making a big wet mess on the dream team. I should have never trusted you to to write our intro today. (laughs) That was a mistake. Once again, we we failed to settle on a name. So welcome to the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. I'm Chalanga. I'm Dylan, and I may not be that great of a writer, but at least one of us is because we traded Chalanga Langison. Trade season, baby. That's my alarm sound. Uh, I've been traded for cash I... considerations. <laughs> and also, I uh, got a couple poppers. So I just decided I had to take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really excited. I'll be uh, writing for Zone Coverage now as one of the lead Timberwolves writers. Um, so as the season uh, gets going here, I'm going to be putting out one or two pieces a week. Full of my amazing takes, my brilliant writing, my astute observations of the team and of the NBA. So get excited. I Chilango, Chilango is wondering who won the trade between zone coverage and the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. And I have to say, it's got to be a win-win. It's got to be a win-win. Chilango, maybe some people might not think that you're worth 20 to $30 in cash considerations, but I do believe that. So look, I'm still here. So I think... Uh... I think we're all winners in this situation. We have you on loan. That's a little soccer reference for you. Ah, yes, on loan. I don't know anything about soccer, but I do know quite a bit about the NBA. (laughs) And Dylan, a lot happened last night. I am so, or I guess by the time this comes out two nights ago, I'm really excited about all these trades that are going on. And of course, by the time we release this, we're probably going to, there's probably going to have been more trades, but let's talk what we know. Yeah, hopefully I don't have to do any editing so I can just release this raw. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Dude, first Christian Leitner's Wet Dreams, and now you're releasing Raw, raw Podcast. Wet the oh raw, God, Dylan. raw Wet Dream Podcast. Okay. You're going to have to put an explicit warning on this one. This is naughty. You're going to have to post after dark. You're going to have to get a Jimmy on this one, or maybe a Jimmy Butler, because we need protection. All right. Oh, okay. But I am so excited about the NBA, because the NBA just gets dumber and crazier and just more psycho every year. Every single year. Now we're doing exactly, it's like as crazy as it was last year, except it's all in fast forward. It is so awesome. Players are saying they want out. Teams are going all in for non-All-Stars. This is a dream. This, so is, what, this is what happens when you coop players up for like <laughs> six months in a row where they can't leave. Now they're just like, I am out of this town. I'm never yeah. coming back. So let's let's start with the, the biggest news, the Bucks. They go all in. They trade just about every asset they have oh for... Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Let's do it trade by trade. So first, they traded with the Pelicans. They trade Eric Bledsoe, George Hill. They're 2021st this year. 2024 uh, pick swap rights. 2025 <laughs> unprotected first. 2026 pick swap rights. And a 2027 unprotected Dylan. Can I just complain to Shams for one second? Because when he said... Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and draft and draft compensation. I was like, "What the hell 
is is uh, New Orleans doing right now? Uh, and then you realize that uh, Milwaukee mortgaged their entire future for uh, the one-time All-Star, Drew Holiday. I thought, you know, maybe three picks tops, but this is five picks, four picks in a row that could happen after Giannis leaves. Yeah, well, I, I mean, would not the, want to be in their shoes right now. Realistically, if Giannis does leave, though, 2024, and, ah, oh, man, that's rough. They better hope that Giannis signs for the rest of his goddamn life because that is going to be really bad for <laughs> Milwaukee fans. Could be four number one picks in a row. But, I mean, Drew Holiday is going to fit really nicely on that team. I'm like, Drew Holiday, yeah, yeah. Middleton, Antetokounmpo, that's mean. That's real and mean. In, in all seriousness, in my opinion, if if all they can do, if they can't get anything for Giannis whatsoever because he just leaves in free agency, let's just say at the end of next year, or signs a two-year deal, one plus one or whatever, leaves pretty soon, mm-hmm. which I don't think he's going to do. I actually think he's going to sign the Supermax at this point. I think he's, I hope so. I, I I don't think they make these trades unless he said, if you get me, if you get me Drew Holiday, I will sign the Supermax. I think he said that. See, that's funny because I read it as I read it as uh, John Horst woke up and saw that uh, James Harden was demanding to go to Brooklyn and was like, oh, all right, well, that's true. That's <laughs> we got to we got to win this year. Otherwise, it's we're screwed. So, OK, well, anything could happen. We'll find out what happens with that. But yeah, so, I came around on it because the the I actually think without Giannis, if they get nothing for Giannis, I still think they might be a top six seed in the East. Which would yeah, which would make this trade a win just for the chance this year at making the finals. Well, and that's that's contingent on Drew Holiday resigning, I assume. Absolutely. But yeah. I would also assume that they would not have traded that many picks unless Drew Holiday under the table told them that he would resign with them. But I don't know, obviously. But yeah, you, you can certainly read it as there are some assurances kind of built into this trade. So tampering. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Dylan, who do you, who? I think we both agree that the Bucks kind of lost this trade unless they win. If they win and Giannis stays, then they kind of won. I mean, this, it's it's really an even trade, in my yeah. opinion. Un, yeah. Like, it, it, we just have to sit and wait and see. Mm-hmm. So. And you do what you got to do to keep the mm-hmm. best player in the league. The back. But I do MVP. not feel the same way about this next trade. Okay, then they uh, traded Dante DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, and Ursan Ilyasova for Bogdan Bogdanovich and Justin James from the Sacramento Kings. Oh, I'm so glad they got Justin James in this because that oh gives them seven players on their roster, including <laughs> Thanasis. <laughs> All right, so let's just break it down. So they have Drew, they have Chris Middleton, they have Giannis, they have Bogdan, Lopez, Thanasis, and Justin James. Is it Tanasis? Is that the correct pronunciation? Not Thanasis? I, I think it's Tanasis, but you know, I'm I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, this just this just came through. Um Harden and Rockets on Verge. Hold on, I'm opening it up. They've right been now. on Verge for a week. Let's move on for now. Uh no, I, I want to talk no, about this no first. There. I'll just talk about this. Okay, so no news again. They're still verging. They're, yep, they're edging still each other. They're, uh, Dylan, again. Yeah, sorry. Are you, are you okay? Do you need to go take a cold shower or something? <laughs> I, yeah, I need a huge horny bonk. I just read <laughs> what I did just do is I read your uh, Isaac Okoro piece and I got a big Jimmy Butler uh, horny bonk. So. <laughs> 
Okoro. What were you going to say about Bogdan Bogdanovich? I, I I know you were in the middle of a thought there. You got distracted. Um. Okay, so this is an upgrade for their starting lineup, but uh-huh. now they are hard capped. Chalanga, yeah. how are they going to pay for anybody? I think we've ag- agreed that the MLE is out the window at this point, at full MLE. Yeah, they have like I think they have about sixteen million in cap space. I, I haven't actually figured it out, but um, or it, it not in cap under space, the cap under me, the hard cap under the hard cap. Yeah. Uh, so that's not a lot to work with, <laughs> considering you know like good vet minimums are in the two to three million dollar range, uh, and they need what eight players, seven players. Uh, this is a a little bit scary if you're trying to Rondo. You... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be tough to fill out this roster, but you know, for a chance to win a title, you know, shit can happen. Yeah. This is the kind of trade that I would make. And that's what scares me the most. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think that the bucks severely lost this trade because not only did they have to, like, they had to re-sign Bogdan Bogdanovich. How much did he re-sign for? Uh, that hasn't actually come out yet. Uh, but it must be good. It must, Ursan's at seven, DJ's at like four, Dante's probably at like three. So what, that's probably 14. So he's probably around 18. Yeah. 18 a year. That's not good in my, how long did he sign for? Do you know? It has to be at least three years. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know if I need to lock down Bogdan Bogdanovich as a core player for three years. I think instead of Bogdan Bogdanovich, you know, you know who might be a really good player to add to your team, a restricted free agent, maybe like a Malik Beasley. Ooh, you might be able to get him for what thirteen million or twelve, maybe even. Yeah, I don't know if they they didn't have that though. And I know, but the the Wolves aren't. Well, maybe the Wolves would sign and trade for Malik Beasley. For Dante, I don't know. I think Bogdan. I I like this trade for the Bucks. I think that if you're going to ride with someone in the playoffs, you're going to ride with Bogdan over Dante. You know, Bogdan has experience playing professionally overseas. He's played in FIBA. He's played in the Olympics. So he's played high level. You know, high impact basketball. Although Dante did win a national title, um, but you know, college level is a little bit different. Um, I. Ursan's non-guarantee, you know, that that loosens up how much money they can spend. DJ Wilson is nothing. So if you just look at it as Bogda, uh, Bogdanovich for DiVincenzo, I think that's an upgrade right now. I, they need Ursan as a backup wing. <laughs> I wouldn't call Ursan a wing. He's more of a center at this point than anything. Power forward, whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I guess at this point, I would consider the wings to be the three and four in the NBA. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they need, they, they need someone to play. Uh, I think we, we both talked about it. They need eight players in order mm-hmm. to win a championship right now. They have five and where are they going to get that it remains to be seen. Yep. They're going to be scraping, scraping the G league for the rest of their team. Uh, I don't have a grade for it, but I, I think the bucks won this one. I like Bogdan. What? Uh, all right. On to Phoenix. Wait, Phoenix do you actually Mavs. feel that way? Or are you just trying to do like a first take? Like, oh, you have to take the opposite side type of thing. No, I, I actually feel that way. I think that like God. they're betting all in. They they want to win. They want um, Giannis to stay. And so you do what you got to do. Dante DiVincenzo, what's he going to develop into? A good 
starter. Bogdan Vadanovich is Bogdan is, is a already good a good starter right now. Yeah. So you know, you you take it. Um, anyway, moving on to Phoenix. Phoenix Nabs, their point guard of the past. Oh, Chilinga, Actually, I wanted to talk about something before that. Can we oh, talk quick, about yeah. how this compares to the Timberwolves? It's two years down the line, mm-hmm. maybe. Carl Anthony Towns is secretly whispering to the Timberwolves he wants out. He's going to go to the Lakers. He's going to, I don't know where he's going to go. Probably not the Lakers, but uh, maybe, maybe the Clippers, whatever. Uh, would you be happy or sad if we got the, this, uh, if we did a similar type of panic trade for two guys who aren't superstars, maybe not even stars, but are like pieces, good pieces that can start. And then now we have a, and now we have five starters and that's our team, our whole roster. If Carl Anthony Towns wins MVP the next two seasons, then yes, <laughs> I will be very happy that we hold on to that guy. Uh, if he continues to be uh, a maybe for all NBA and an all star, I would be pretty upset. Oh, he's, to mortgage not gonna, he's not going to be in the entire um, the entire future for that. Carl but, Anthony Towns will be a top ten player. I the problem is is that. Giannis is the best player in the league until the playoffs. He's then he's not an MVP. He's he's more like a Carl Anthony Towns level player, at least how Carl plays in the regular season. Eh, I I disagree with that. I think that there are were some serious coaching flubs this season that made it hard for him to be that guy. Oh um, really? And so- I, I I like also acknowledge that he does have flaws that are exposed <laughs> in the playoffs. But this is a conversation for another time. We're talking trades. Uh, well, I, would, I I want to relate it back to the Timberwolves. That's all I'm saying. Right, right, right. If when it when it comes to me, uh, I had to root for the Lakers this year, and they mortgaged their entire future for Anthony Davis. I just have to say that whole year for me went because I was rooting for the Lakers because I'm a LeBron fan, and now I'm no longer a Laker fan because of their most recent trade uh, for a player that I absolutely hate. I was stressed all year. I don't want to be stressed like that as an NBA fan when you're the favorite. Everything that you see, like you become really like us against them. And it's not as fun to watch your team when it comes to that. So that's just something to think about. I've never once felt that. It's always been really easy to be a Timberwolves fan. (laughs) No stress. (laughs) All right. No expectations, at least. (laughs) We're going to move on to Phoenix as they nab their point guard of the past. Uh, The Suns receive Chris Paul, the 35-year-old Chris Paul, for Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre Jr., Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCue, and a 2022 first-round pick. Honestly, I think the Suns got fleeced in this. Uh, The 2022 first-round pick is psycho. It's only 12, top 12 protected. So right now they have the 10th pick in the draft. They could have just given that up. It's not a good draft. It's already heralded as not a good draft, especially at that 10th position. I think both you and I have, have felt that you can get the exact same value out of 20, right? Or a similar yeah, but, value, but they wouldn't have any picks if this in this draft. If they well, not not the way that I did the trade, but <laughs> but not only did that happen, now they have to take on Chris Paul, who is completely injury prone, one of the most injury prone players in the NBA, and the only reason maybe why he did wasn't injury or injury prone this last year is because of the break before the bubble. Being in the bubble was a lot easier on travel and all of that stuff, and he didn't get into the second round. Who's to say Chris Paul is is not all of a sudden not the player that he was two years ago? All of a sudden he's a healthy player. 
Yeah, give me a break. Okay. And when it comes to Kelly Oubre, that's a starter for the OKC the next three years. They and, and they can flip him. He has value. Chris Paul has no value. I mean, this is a complete panic trade on the part of the Suns. And if Chris Paul plays the way that I predict him to play, that 2022 first round pick, top 12 protected, could be number 12 or number 13. And if it's that, or if it's a top 10 protected in 2023, top eight protected 2024, maybe unprotected after that, I think. That's way, way better, a way better haul than what we negotiated in our uh, mock draft, right? And I also think Ricky Rubio is someone they could they could flip pretty easily to some contender who needs a point guard. Uh, here's what I'll say. I Normally, normally, I'm the first one to bash Suns management. Oh, my um, God. They've but been... you're also the first person to horny bonk Chris Paul. It's it's a well documented fact that I love Chris Paul. Look, Chris Paul was an All NBA player this year. He was an All Star this year. And if you want to talk about shortened season, this season is shortened. If you want to talk about reduced travel, that most of the games are going to be within the division. Oh my God! So a lot of the and there's going to be no fans in the arena. It's going to be it's going to be bubble esque. Yeah, that'll that'll keep about. Chris Paul healthy. Uh, that's that's besides the point <laughs> look if you trade two starters and two fringe nba players like no no saying that ty jerome or jalen the q will be in the league for two more years i think um, i think ty jerome played significant minutes in the bubble yeah i like ty jerome i'm a fan i like i believe in him jalen the q is an insane athlete but this is an all nba player this is a hall of fame player and you've got him for this year, years next year, and he's got a player option after that. Um, and so the way I look at it, that 2022 first round pick is that it, with Chris Paul on this team, uh, they're near guaranteed a playoff appearance in uh, 2021 and 2022. So this number, this number, they're this, guaranteed a playoff appearance in 2022. Near guaranteed near guaranteed i 100 percent disagree so they look at it like look we're in the lottery now let's take this lottery pick let's get some a good player at 10 you and i did a mock draft there were a lot of good players available at 10 let's get a point guard that can start to take some of this load off chris paul next year that could maybe develop into our future starter right and so there were a couple good players available at 25 too but they couldn't get the pick swap they couldn't get the pick swap i mean for the worst contract in the league look and they gave up way more players than we gave up in our, like they gave up Ty Jerome, who was playing on their team. Yeah, but it's not. It's I. I would do this trade ten times out of ten. Uh, this I Gross. really like this trade. It gets the 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 Suns to the playoffs. It gets Devin Booker and Does DeAndre it? Ayton, Miles, Mikael Bridges that playoff experience that will oh be really God. good for their development. Yes, it does, Dylan. Especially with the Rockets falling apart. This is yeah. like. There lock. are seven playoff locks, and the Suns are the only team that have a brand new huge piece that are you're calling a playoff lock. So that would be eight teams that are a playoff lock, in your opinion. Yeah, I mean, OKC made the playoffs last year, and they were not as good as the Suns. Yeah, but the t- the Timberwolves are actually going to be competitive next year. They yeah, weren't the competitive. The Timberwolves are not year. making the playoffs. Okay, on, who is the best player? Who is the best player on the Suns right now, next year? Uh, 
uh, history would tell me Chris Paul, but Devin Booker has been steadily improving every year. Okay, who is the best player on the Timberwolves and who is better out of the two? Who would you draft first? For next Over year, Devin only. Booker or Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah. Or Chris Paul. Sure, throw Chris Paul in there. If I'm drafting for one season to win, I'm drafting next Chris year. Paul. Next year. I'm, in 2021? Like 2021-22 season. This next, no, this next season. This coming season. I draft Chris Paul for oh one season? God. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. No. Yeah, of course I grab draft Chris Paul for okay, one season. A year ago, you wouldn't draft Chris Paul. Two years ago, you wouldn't draft Chris Paul. Why all of a sudden are you changing? I I don't I don't know if that's true. I oh like I God. get I get the injury concerns, but look at what he did this year. He, yeah, I, I I he like made this the All Star team for the first time in how many years? Four years. I think he was playing next to J- James Harden. Come on now. Um. I think that the the Thunder got a good return off of this, and the Suns they, no, get Chris the Thunder, Paul, baby. Fleeced them. The Thunder fleeced them. All right, Thunder we'll win. See. We'll see what happens this season. I'm betting on the Suns. Thunder um, win. Thunder win that trade. Damn, Dylan. I've never been more mad at you than I am right now. I'm kidding. <laughs> let's let's move on though. I'm, I'm starting to get hot. Uh, next, Portland upgrades the wing. <laughs> Portland gets uh, Robert Covington for Trevor Ariza, number 16, and a lottery-protected 2021 uh, first. I want to say to all the Timberwolves fans out there, be thankful that Chris Paul has moved to the Suns because this just speeds up the Suns' implosion. Devin Booker's coming home, baby. Come (laughs) to Minneapolis, baby. Oh, boy. I really like this trade for Portland. Robert Covington is a great fit on that roster, provides a like a much beefier defensive presence than Trevor Ariza or Rodney Hood could. Um, and he's a better shooter than either either of them. Uh, it's more in line with the the age curve. Trevor Ariza is what, 35 this year? Um, so Maybe like 36. Yeah, he's old. I feel like he's older than Chris Paul. He might be. He's I been around forever. It. Uh so good job with the Trailblazers, and also good job for Houston turning uh Robert Covington into two first round picks. That's nice. Yeah, I think this is a win-win somehow. Well, and I think that's why this was the first trade to have happened out of Houston, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like, they're like, everyone's on the table. Anyone like the trading block is filled with 15 players, or they don't even have a 15 player roster, probably 13 players. And Roca was the first decent offer that they got. I think honestly, I told you this off pod, and you were arguing with me a lot over it. I think that, but then you also agreed with me, which was kind of weird, that Houston did a better job with their Rocco deal than the Timberwolves did. And I thought the Timberwolves did a fine job. But uh, when you look at, they they got a protected 2021, but just lottery protected. But it's 2021 in a, the, one of the strongest drafts that the NBA is projecting. And at the top. That's the thing. That draft's really strong at the top. Okay, I don't well, know. I don't, things I don't know fill how out. Yeah, drafts always fill out over the course of the season. So we'll see, but whatever. I mean, look, the, the Timberwolves also traded for two first round. That, that's my point. They traded for two first round picks. They just immediately flipped one of them for Malik Beasley and Juancho Hernan Gomez. Right. And I would argue that Malik Beasley is likely better than any player that the Rockets would get at 16. Or maybe that they would get like between like 18 and 24 in 2021. I mean, granted, I don't really know the 2021 class, but like Malik Beasley is a good player now. You know, what is what is that? Where is Denver picking? We didn't look that up. They're at uh, 22. They're at 22 for sure. Okay, so that 22 pick, uh, I agree that 22 pick being sent to Denver for Malik Beasley 
and Juancho Hernan Gomez was was great. But the only way that I can kind of formulate it in my head at this point is by like one to one apples to apples is by looking at the picks themselves and mm -hmm. the the 22nd pick in the 2020 draft to me is a lot worse than the 22nd pick in the 2021 draft right at this point it just seems less valuable to me i got you and and we'll see you know we'll see what happens with portland like who knows man they've had some really bad luck and they've had some really good luck it seems yeah. like they kind of go in swings so yeah. they're they're due for an up year this year which well maybe means that uh that pick that might not be good but, but maybe we'll they'll see. also have a bad year who knows we'll see it's all uh, right. I it will could say be 16 some, to 24 that that pick some some news some air quote news just came through that uh the wizards and rockets are in trade talks for John Wall and Russell Westbrook. Hilarious cuz I just heard that on <laughs> I just heard that on Brian Windhorse's Zach Lowe's podcast <laughs> and I was actually going to text you about that. I was wondering what you would would have thought about that. That would be the funniest trade of all time. I would <laughs> Oh my god, cuz as much as I love John Wall, I like get it. I get like that it's a shaky bet to bet on John Wall, just like it's a shaky bet to bet on Russell Westbrook like if you want to compete. <laughs> like really compete um so yeah i i think that is really funny i'm kind of rooting for that to happen because you i love nba humor that's a big l for Houston, or that's a big no that's a big l for russell westbrook yeah it is that's like i'm i'm thinking that we didn't undervalue him in our mock draft now that that's the trade yeah um, and and you were thinking that you could get russell westbrook over to the hornets for the number three pick oh my god God, Chalanga. Well, it was more than Russell Westbrook. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> so I think with this Portland and Houston trade, I think it's pretty fair. I think it's pretty even. Um, like, I think Robert Covington is going to help Portland a lot. They desperately needed someone on the wing that was an upgrade. Um, Rodney Hood did decline his player option, which is too bad. I mean, it would have been really nice to have Rodney Hood coming off the bench. Um, at the same time, he's been incredibly injury-plagued his whole career. So... And he hasn't been good except for that, like last year in the playoffs when they right. went to the Western Conference Finals. That was the only time he's like looked like a positive player on a playoff type team. This is true. Um, so good job, Portland. Good job, Houston. All right, next we're gonna go to Dylan's favorite team and Dylan's least favorite players. The Lakers get meaner. The Lakers get Dennis Schrader for and Danny Greener. Greener. And <laughs> <laughs> so good god damn it dylan that's amazing um at least it wasn't sexual that time no it wasn't you're you're normalizing you're leveling out i like it danny green and number 28 i think uh for me i'm a fan of schrader i know that you don't like him i'm a fan i think this is great for the lakers and like this is just fine for the thunder the thunder is setting up a team that could maybe make a push for the playoffs and also has approximately 1000 future first round picks. It makes the Lakers immediately better. Yes. No doubt. No, no doubt. But it also makes the Lakers a villain in my mind. I mean, yeah. the Lakers kind of were a villain, but you know, all the stuff that happened with number 24 and 8, you know, and mm -hmm. uh all the stuff that throughout the season it, it felt like the Lakers were actually kind of the good guys for one of the first times in LeBron's career. I guess he was like that in Cleveland a little bit too. Mm -hmm. But it just it felt like they were the good guys. Now they're officially the bad guys. They I think that Sam Presti, 
I mean, I, I, I sent you this tweet, right? Where someone was like, this is 3D chess right now. Sam Presti sent Schrader for nothing. <laughs> and, uh, and he did it on purpose just so that the Clippers would break up and that he would get all those picks uh, in, to be in the lottery or like even higher. Yeah, I like, I like that. Th- I mean, I love the idea that Sam Presti is <laughs> secretly controlling the NBA and yet can't seem to win a title. I also the other thing I don't like about Dennis Schrader, I don't like that I can't pronounce his name in German on the podcast because it just like takes too much energy to do. Like it's it's really it's Schroeder, but I don't want to say Dennis Schroeder every time, you know? And yeah, you just so, say Schroeder and everyone will say, Okay, that's Schrader, fine. Schroeder, that's Schroeder. Normal. It's all that's all I guess they're all like not the right <laughs> vowel, but Let's just say it's the right vowel, I guess. But yeah. I can't wait to just mispronounce Dennis Schroeder for the next three seasons because I tied myself to this stupid Lakers franchise. I, <laughs> I think it's time for me to bring all five banners back to Minneapolis. Steal them. Sneak in. There's nobody at Staples right now. It's I'm empty. That shit's been empty. <laughs> Go in there. Take I'm, looting, banners. I'm looting the back. five banners. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I think all in all, this is a pretty even trade. Um, even? Get, uh, I guess they can trade Danny Green for something. Yeah, I mean, Danny Green is like, or, you know, they might end up buying him out. Um, but it, it saves them a little bit of money, too. And I, I they, uh, I guess they probably got out of the tax with that Chris Paul trade. Um, but I know that they definitely do not want to pay the tax. Dennis um, is a sixth man of the year candidate. Maybe he deserved it more. No, he definitely deserved it more than Montrezl Harrell. 100%. Uh, yeah, he he's awesome. He's going to be great for the Lakers. I'm glad that they have a little bit of mean streak because, like, Anthony Davis is just so, like... It's nice. He's just so nice, yeah. And, like... Fake mean? Very calm out there, you know? They, like... It'll be good for them to have kind of a wild card. Um, great. Uh, so, yeah, I think... I think though, like the the Thunder did fine for Schrader. I like, I don't think they could have done better. The Lakers obviously get better, um, but I, I like the asset play by the Thunder. I think the Lakers won, and also, are you excited for Dennis Schrader versus Pat Bev? Oh my when... god, <laughs> that's gonna be a fucking fist fight. All right. Oh, Final boxing trade. matches in Staples. The Brooklyn Nets get their third star. This was really amazing. The Nets traded uh, Zanan Musa and a 2021 for second rounder from Toronto for the illustrious Bruce Brown. Wow. <laughs> we, d- You know what? This is like the second podcast in a row that we brought up Bruce Brown. That's crazy. I did <laughs> never thought I'd be talking this much about Bruce Brown. Although I do actually, I like Bruce Brown. I think he's a, I think he's a solid player. Is he, uh, is he a backup point guard for a championship aspiring team? I don't think that he's a point guard at all. I think that, he had the ball in his hands way too much <laughs> in Detroit because he had to. But Fair. I think that he's a really he's a really tenacious defender. And, Can he be uh, a fourth guard if they get James Harden? Uh, yeah, because then either I mean one of those three is always going to be on the floor. Three meaning right. Durant, Harden, and and maybe Kyrie, even so. he can maybe they can figure out two of those three on the floor at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and so just having someone who can take the the hard guard that Kyrie can't guard. 
Because I don't know if you've watched Kyrie play defense, but it's really bad. <laughs> it's uh, really, really bad. Some would say it might be flat. Uh, yeah, flat, <laughs> not round. He is not a round defender. Um, he's not- Bruce, Bruce Brown is not a very good shooter. He shot 34% this year um, on 1.7 attempts. So you're not getting offense, but you're getting a whole lot of defense. God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who won. I don't care who won that trade, Jalanga. Let's finish this podcast. Do you want to talk about anything else? Uh, you know what? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> you don't want to talk about that Hornets trade? No, we'll talk about that another time. I hate myself for that, so I just don't <laughs> want to bring it up. Uh, we'll be back after the draft. Thanks for listening. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at CND Pod. On Instagram at CND Pod, send us an email at coast to coast NBA at gmail.com. What you disgusting, you disgusting gmail.com. Look, the sun is down in Minnesota. This is coast to coast after dark, baby. Late at night. Can you insert some sexy music right here? I'm gonna insert, (laughs) yeah, the theme song you mean that I wrote us. Wait, what are you inserting? Sorry, um, anyway. Give us a rating and review. Don't don't let your parents listen to this. We love you. Goodbye. Oh, read my article on zone coverage on Isaac Coro. I love him. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so long, everyone. Bye. <laughs>